0: You came to the right place, baby. Welcome to the podcast,
1: where three girlfriends from the East Coast align each week to chat about all things mental health and wellness, from crystals to cocktails.
2: Laugh and heal with us as we navigate balance, confidence, and learning to love each and every inch of ourselves every day. And we're here back, <laughs> back for <laughs> another episode of Crystals to Cocktails. Today's episode is going to be on boundaries. I think we have uh maybe hit just the tip oh, <laughs> of this in other episodes. There was a definite dabble. Oh, yeah, we're gonna dive deep now though. So get deep. ready.
1: So <laughs> when we were thinking about our podcast about boundaries and what we maybe have chatted about before, um, I figured why not take this opportunity to go like A to Z boundaries. What are they? Mm -hmm. A lot of times I think when I hear the word boundary, I immediately think of like a brick wall. That's like, you cannot cross this boundary, you know? Um, and I actually think that boundaries can be a little bit more fluid than that because boundaries are a way that you are able to protect yourself and protect your peace. And they are very specific to who you are in a certain moment in time and the experiences that you've had and kind of like what led you to that point of feeling like you need a boundary. And I think that a lot of people come to that realization when they feel like they're starting to build up some sort of resentment or they're starting to feel mad at someone, but like or overwhelmed. They, yeah. They don't know how to communicate it. So instead you kind of start feeling just a little out of alignment with a person or a situation. And that is like your mental cue to just kind of take a step back and be like, I think this is maybe a place where I need a boundary.
2: Oh, absolutely. And setting a boundary isn't like a way of rejecting someone. I think we can look at mm-hmm. a boundary as just such a negative that it's like, oh my gosh, if I set this boundary, this person's going to hate me or not want to be my friend or not want to be in my life. But really it's just a limit that you set so that you can respect your own emotional capacity for like how much you can take on setting a boundary. Isn't selfish. Mm -hmm. It's giving us space to be a better version of ourselves so that we can be there for others. Because think about it. If you're just going around saying yes to you know, anything that anyone asks you to do when you really want to say no, Mm -hmm. uh, and pouring all of this energy into all of these situations that you're just not ready for. It's draining your energy and being there for those conversations where somebody is just, you know, that whole and the whole energy vampire, like Mm. everything that they're saying, it's so hard to wrap your brain around or to be there because it's a constant complaint. Uh, and like you said, like we can get to that point of hitting that wall because we're taking on so much from so many outside sources instead of giving ourselves the grace to set boundaries and say, listen, I want to be there for you. But at this point in time, I'm not in that space. I mm-hmm. cannot give you that piece of me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's okay. It is okay to not be everything for everyone all the time. Sometimes you need to be just there for yourself and you will gain some such healthier relationships and so much more respect from the people around you when you decide to have those conversations and say this is where I'm at right now and I want to be there for you but at this moment in time I'm going to need to take a step back uh or saying you know I can give you this much Mm
1: -hmm. but I
2: can't meet you all the way right now because it's not where I'm at
1: and I think The most important thing about what you just said Kelsey is there was a lot of communication happening and I think that you would be you know I think living under a rock to think that you can have a boundary without communicating it Mm -hmm. because boundaries are really essential for any healthy relationship but the other person needs to know where you stand. If they don't know where you stand, then that's just, it's an unfair um, advantage that you have knowing where you do. And that other person is just kind of left in the dark. No one's a mind reader, right? So I truthfully think that when you um, allow someone to understand kind of what your limits are in certain arenas or in certain types of conversations you're giving them the opportunity to respect and honor you as a friend or as a family member or partner whatever Um, but if you don't communicate that you're not giving them the chance to go ahead and meet you there where you need
0: to be i saw this quote lindsay Mm -hmm. what you allow is what will continue and i love that so much because if you know me, then you know that I'm, I cannot keep, I'm not fake. You know, Mm -hmm. if, if I feel like I need some space, I will definitely say so. Um, so if like, I I just will never allow something that I, I, I don't want to continue. So just, I don't know. I'm trying to think for an example, like.
2: Well, I think that that's where the the communication piece comes into play, you know, is when it comes to boundaries communication and boundaries go hand in hand and if you're not communicating to another individual what you're feeling then they're like lynn said they're not mind yeah readers. they don't know Mm -hmm. and you need to get to a space where you're able to have healthy communication with somebody so that you can set those boundaries and you you know you can circle back to the uh uncomfortable conversations the tough conversations episode if you're feeling like Mm -hmm. you know you're at that point where you need to have one with someone uh but boundaries is a huge
1: piece of that absolutely and I think that um they it's a way that you can take care of yourself Mm. by communicating a boundary um and saying it's saying it's out there but a lot of times and I will say there are a lot of people if you're listening to this podcast you're someone right now who likes to do the work. You mm-hmm. like to do inner work, you like to do self-work mm-hmm. and that's probably how you found us. But I do have to say there are a lot of people who don't make time for that same work and there could be moments where you set a boundary and someone has done the work and it's so easy and they just get it. And it's like, oh, I wish I would have had that conversation three weeks ago. I would have been saved so much resentment Mm -hmm. or frustration or uncomfortability, but there are people who you might communicate your boundary to who will just not understand it. And they will take it so personally. And I think that one of the best things that you can communicate in that aspect, if someone's not taking it the right way, is that my boundary has nothing to
0: do with you and it has everything to do with me. That actually, mom, I love you so much, (laughs) but um, (laughs) sometimes, you know, I'm just, it's just not, it's just not my mom, but she's like the person that wants to contact me the most. You know what I mean? So sometimes if I'm not in the right headspace, I can't give to her what she needs, Mm -hmm. and I don't ever want to give my half half of my ass to anybody. (laughs) Whole ass energy, yeah. Whole ass energy only. So I will tell her mom, like right now, today is not the day I cannot give to you what you need. So, like, this has nothing to do with you and everything to do with me. So let's just, you know, circle back tomorrow Mm -hmm. when I'm or or whenever is best. Honestly, for me, it's just like, yeah, it's like it's your life, you know.
1: I love that. That's that's like honestly such a great example of how easy it can be to have that conversation. That like, but it feels really hard if you've never had it or if you've never had it with a certain person, but someone like a family member, maybe you've had a conversation about those types of boundaries before. So it, you, you kind of feel that level of comfortability, you know, in that arena. But
2: we can yeah. also hype ourselves up so much to think that having the conversation may end up being so much worse than it is uh Mm -hmm. and why like why do we do that I think I think we really do need to get better at knowing the reason that we set boundaries is so that we can show up as who we need to be for the people that we care about so much for the people that we need to set boundaries with uh it just will help us experience life on such a new level on a way where we're like we are showing up as ourselves entirely and able to be there for the people that we need to be there for at the level that works for all of us at almost a compromise because there are people that will feel like they're entitled to more of your time. Mm. Or test your boundaries. Yeah, test your boundaries, test that energy. uh, And you don't have to oblige to what they want because you're a people pleaser. I've been a people pleaser my whole life and it took so long to get to the point where I could just say, no. (laughs) I was just
0: gonna say, Kelsey, no is a complete sentence. I know I said this before on the podcast, Mm. but- For sure. No, is a complete sentence. And what I've been practicing this year, especially is you do not have to explain yourself. It's like Mm -hmm. you literally could just say like, this is best for my mental health today. That's it. Like, what are people going to say about that? That's the truth. And do you have to dive deeper? It's like not their business.
1: I feel like it's almost like our society expects an explanation when you can't be 110% yourself, you know, or give 110% in a situation. I feel like it's a societal thing. Like it's like, okay, well then why? I need to know why. But yeah. Some people don't Dude, need a why. It was tough for me
0: like for like a very seven. long time because I have a really big team. So if I decide to take some mental health days or weeks, I felt like I had to explain myself, but I'm like, why? It's like, this is what you're going through. You're doing it to better yourself and in turn better your whole entire team.
1: And that's a good point too, Haley. In like some cases, a boundary doesn't have to be a hard, no, it could just be a not right now in both of those situations, you know, where you're protecting how you feel in that moment, which is why like boundaries are so fluid because they can change day to day, moment to moment. And you, it's okay to be surprised by where your boundaries pop up, mm. just for that reason. Because one day you could be like, "I want to talk to seventy-five members of my team, <laughs> and I want to have individual conversations with everyone." Yes. And some days, you can just be like, "My boundary is so far shifted mm-hmm. in a different direction today," and that's what I have to honor. And you know, I hope like that you Right get it. now,
2: I'm- my boundary is just being present with the people that I'm with. In this moment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I don't need to explain to those that I didn't respond to why I didn't respond to them. It just wasn't the time. Yeah. That's all. And, you know, people that are meant to be in your life will be understanding of that. One of the biggest mantras I live by is you can't say the wrong thing to the right person. And the people that are meant to be in your life will stick by you no matter what you say to them and I'm not saying like go be a piece of shit to all of the people you care about I'm just saying that we choose our words so articulately at times because we don't want to offend those that we love and we care about but the ones that we love and we care about and that are meant to be in our lives will be the most understanding about the season we're going through well
0: i can't tell you how many times i've had like 17 or 42 text messages <laughs> that like i've i have and i can't i can't get to because i know that if i get to them it's not it's not who i it, the person who i want to be is not going to be uh responding mm-hmm. so i don't want to give them again half of me i want to give them all of me so i don't just I don't respond in that space. I wait until I'm all of me, you know, like my true self. And then again, I'm not even about explaining myself anymore. I just yeah. say like, Hey, I've, i had a couple of mental health days. How are you? I'm so glad to hear from you. There's no need to explain yourself, but I mean, I always do try to respond, but again, there's no need to explain yourself. Just take the time for yourself. And again, if they don't understand, if they don't understand that, then they're really not for you
1: and i think the reason why people wouldn't understand is because everyone has their own set of personal values that your boundaries are responding to and they can be cultural they can be societal they can have a lot to do with a lot of different things and you can even have like some boundaries that you have at work and some boundaries that you have at home and they could be some more rigid some looser and all at it- All that matters is that you're honoring exactly how you feel in that moment. And you'll know. I mean, I know the exact feeling. Mm -hmm. Like, I can feel it. If I wanted to feel it right now, I could. Just Mm -hmm. that, like, there's, it's like my stomach starts turning. My throat starts to get a little tense. And I'm, like, just very, having, like, a full mind body reaction to the situation. And that's how I know the only person that can speak up for me right now is me. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't depend on anyone else to enforce a boundary or to understand how I'm feeling and how maybe someone else needs to be around me. Mm-hmm. But you have to just yeah, mm-hmm. learn learn to honor that voice. And I love Haley, you just saying like how comfortable you are with making no a complete sentence and for not to. explaining yourself as a recovering people pleaser, like you were saying to Kelsey, like Those are things that I'm currently working on. And I have to say the times that I have been able to exercise that I walk away feeling so empowered Mm -hmm. and has nothing to do with the other person. It has everything to do with. Me and the fact I that I was just so true to myself, mm. and that just feels good. It feels like you are your own best friend in that moment and like the ally that maybe part of you needed. you doing job you
0: But no, sometimes you actually do have to remind the person that you. you can kind of tell if they're like, "What the fuck?" you know yeah you just have to remind them like my mom mm-hmm. i said say mom this has nothing to do with you i love you so much it's just i actually just really need this time and space for myself just to get better you know yeah. or whatever i want
2: to say this isn't a you thing this isn't
0: me yeah thing. always it's nothing to do with that person i mean sometimes <laughs> <laughs> um but a lot of times just like i just need a little bit more time you know
2: just the mental space that you're within so what are we, what are we thinking? Do we want to do something? I mean, because there's so many different ways to do
0: boundaries. There's boundaries on food, there's boundaries on like so many different things, but right now I just feel like this is more boundaries on like just people in life.
1: Yeah, a lot of, we're talking a lot of emotional boundaries, because I do feel like that is the one thing, especially in the day and age where our phone is like our other body part, like, (laughs) What are you laughing at? I'm just like, I was ready to get right into Truth <laughs> or Tequila.
0: She's like, can I take a shot now? I'm like, <laughs> okay. and that. Uh, I mean, you can take a shot know. on the side. If
1: you're- <laughs> <laughs> Kelsey's just like over there giggling. I'm like, I'm trying to be all philosophical and shit. <laughs> what, are, what are we doing? But yeah, okay, we'll take a shot in a minute. We'll bring back Truth and te- truth or Tequila or and, you know. Yes. I'm not here to judge. <laughs> but uh yeah actually I don't remember what I was saying okay <laughs> so um, that's the realness no
2: editing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. here we go um all
2: right
0: this fine. is a
2: perfect opportunity for truth with
1: tequila all right let's do it so am I
0: asking questions what are you guys looking at me for <laughs>
1: <laughs> well I think so I know in the past we did kind of more so like we'd answer a question and then take a shot too because we were doing a lot of this I mean The whole last season of the podcast was all virtual for the most part. I think we got together for two episodes. One of them didn't actually record the audio. Oh my
0: God.
2: And it was
1: like two hours of work. PTSD. (laughs) PTSD.
2: PTSD.
1: (laughs) Fucking So a lot of it was virtual on Zoom. So we would just be like, obviously it's three o'clock. I'm quarantined. Who else (laughs) wants to take a (laughs) shot of tequila? So now we're going to do truth or tequila as it should be. As it should be. Really.
2: We different
1: this we, year. We different.
0: So um. obviously I choose tequila. Okay. This is Haley speaking.
1: So Haley's taking a shot. Yes. I think I'm gonna do truth. Okay. Sorry. Uh, I shall
2: do truth as well, Kelsey here. Truth today. Truth. So do
0: right. you wanna kick it off with your shot and then yeah. Well, well I'm actually pouring a shot, guys. I wish you guys could see how big this bottle of tequila. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh 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 my
2: god there she goes okay that okay this is my shot
1: Do I get to take it right now yeah. yeah 100 get to it so this no one...
0: questions asked
1: i guess no no because no, it's just you chose
0: boundaries don't fucking ask me anything
1: <laughs> <laughs> as your friend i respect your boundaries thank you i won't ask you anything
2: else mm-hmm. go ahead linds get your question prepped for
1: me All right. All right. Let's see. So, so obviously we've had some time apart from the podcast, not apart from each other, Kelsey and I and Haley, but like apart from the podcast. So I would love for everyone listening to know what is like one of the like biggest um, realizations or like uh, areas of growth you feel like you've had in the past few months that we've just been low-key
2: all right uh so your girl went through another breakup (laughs) this was months ago but we have you know been on this hiatus and I was talking to someone the other day about the fact that the past two relationships that I've had when they end all love for these individuals are just kind of like left my body like I'm like that sucked but we we good we gucci (laughs) let me keep it moving and part of me was like is that okay like am I normal that I'm kind of like the bounce back is quick uh obviously yes I poured so much into the healing uh but she said Your cognitive flexibility is so insane that that's how it is for you. And that's okay. You know, you pour so much into your self-care routine that it's incredible. And Mm -hmm. I was just thinking, you know, that makes sense because I didn't start a heavy self-care routine until six years ago. And I've been through two breakups in the past past six years and those ones have uh I've just I can't say it's been easy to overcome them but I've overcome them quicker because I just pour into my self-care routine and I have an incredible support system Mm. and I've never self-isolated or become codependent in a relationship Uh, when I have a relationship it adds to my life most of the time (laughs) or so I thought but I never had had it be like the person that I'm in a relationship is my entire world I pour into myself I pour Mm -hmm. into my friends and my family and the network that surrounds me so I don't allow my relationship to be the only thing and I never could and I think that that uh, despite the things I've gone through has been what's really kept me afloat because I've been so heavily focused on my self-care journey and my healing uh and doing the things that I need to do to feel whole alone before anyone adds happiness to my life and that's like what it's always been so
0: that's huge I wish everybody did that
1: yeah
0: Mm. you know so many people just depend on their relationship to make them happy
2: Mm-hmm. which I mean, you don't know what you don't know. And I think you're when you're in that situation, it, because I've been there too, you know, in the past I've been in a spot where I'm like, this person makes me so happy and they should entirely add happiness to your life, but right. they should never be your source of happiness. Yeah. Because if you have one individual that is your source of happiness, that could be gone in a second. Mm. I don't care who it is. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I you, love
1: that. you got you. Yeah, you know, like you. That's the, your guarantee. 100%. I love me for me, <laughs> <laughs> not because. <laughs> Welcome back <laughs> to Crystal Sakata's <Socrates> choir. <laughs> so, Lynn,
0: same question this. back at you, my girl. Oh,
1: okay.
0: Can you repeat the question? Just for me. For me.
1: For the judges. Um, it's kind <laughs> of just like
0: I yeah. want to
2: know what you have learned.
1: Mm-hmm. So I. As you were saying that, I was thinking one thing and I'm going to totally say something else because in this, in this hiatus, you guys, it was really good for me personally, just because I have been dealing with like really strong anxiety that I haven't felt probably like since high school. So I've just been doing a lot of self-work and what comes with that, especially when you're in a relationship can be some awkward and hard mm. conversations. Mm. Uh, my boyfriend and I moved in together in May and he is hundred percent my best friend. Like just, we get each other on a really great level. But one of the reasons I know he loves me is because I'm a positive person mm-hmm. and I have so much energy and I, you know, I mean, these are his words. So, you know, <laughs> um <laughs> quoting him, not patting myself on the back, but you know, proud of you, Nate, proud of you. <laughs> but you know, it's hard when you are going through really, you know, strong anxiety and your partner is there living with you in this situation where this year, everyone's still pretty much working from home. And there's, there's just not a lot of space. And so I had to create that space myself within my relationship for me to do more healing. And one of the things that I realized, um, about myself is that I, do a really great job of prioritizing my feelings, but also making sure that I am not um, putting them on anyone else who doesn't deserve them Love and that. sending, yeah. Sending the wrong energy or the wrong vibes to someone else, because I'm not in a good space
0: because that's boundaries right there. Right. Cause it's not fair to them. You know yes. what I mean? Like just because you're feeling some type of way, you are giving that off to them. So I'm sorry to interrupt no, you, but you're right. But like on. with my mom or whatever, whoever it is, She's like, wants to talk to me if I'm having a bad day. I do not want to put my bad day on her. So Mm -hmm. I'm like, not today, mom. Yeah. You know? And
1: when you live with the person, it's like the person who, you know, is like, he is my rock and someone who I know I can lean on, but he doesn't deserve whatever's Mm -hmm. going on up here. You know, if it's just, if it's too much for me, it's going to be too much for him. And I know that he's just excited to see me and hang out with me and after the work day's done all this stuff. And so I make sure that I. I don't want to say it's compartmentalizing because I'm still honoring those feelings. I'm not just like hiding them away, but I'm making sure that I am able to deal with my stuff and not project it onto someone else who doesn't deserve it.
0: You know what I want to say about that? What's that? What? Okay. So if you're feeling some type of way, are you doing anything about it? So if you're mm. feeling like aggravated about work and, but you don't want to give it that mm. um, energy to your boyfriend or whatever. Yeah. Are you doing any type of self-work or self-help so or like working out? Or... I'm really
1: glad you said that because for a while this year I felt like I knew all of those coping mechanisms, but I was not doing them because it just felt like too much. Okay. Like it crippling. was really it was really crippling. And to and then I would beat myself up for not doing those things. So just to give you guys a glimpse into the headspace, mm-hmm. but recently, like in the last like month and a half or so, I have been leaning into activities that are like almost like expelling energy somehow, because I've realized that when I'm feeling anxiety, it's energy that like has nowhere to go. It's a lot of anxious energy. That's just going to keep circulating kind of like, you know, um, thoughts that you just keep having over and over Mm -hmm. again, or, you know, you just Mm kind of keep feeling you're in this cycle of feeling just like Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fight or flight, you know? So what I've been doing is, I mean, I work out every day in mm-hmm. the mornings, um, and self-admittedly I'm lazy besides that, but what i been doing is like journaling or like, just like allowing myself to cry because crying is such a release of emotion.
2: Also, now that you're saying this, like when you have that much energy in your body, that anxious energy, and you're mm-hmm. feeling like there's so much that you don't know what to do with, uh, grounding. Yeah, literally take your fucking shoes off and go walk around Mm -hmm. outside
1: and even just changing my environment in general like moving from sitting in my bedroom to moving to the living room like literally just moving myself out of the physical space where I'm feeling this emotion is definitely helpful and, you know, working out journaling crying sex anything that's expelling that type of energy is really good for, you know, just kind of like making your anxiety come full circle and ending mm-hmm. a little bit.
0: It sounds rude, but like doing nothing and complaining it, to me is unacceptable.
1: Oh, it doesn't help. I mean, I tried. Yeah, I know. I know <laughs> me too,
0: but I'm like, why don't you just, okay. First step. If you're like that, you're like, I have no idea where to start. What makes you happy? You know, what lights you up at all? Is it drawing? you know, is it sex? Mm-hmm. Like whatever it is, yeah. start with that and then move on.
1: Exactly. And you have to, it does feel overwhelming and it does, but knowing that doing one of those things could help you seem, I seem at least to be able to muster up the energy and muster up like the momentum to be able to do that. Because I know if that's going to help me in the end game, then how, yeah. how to do that. I do not Why would I want to sit
0: in this feeling? Yeah. No need to sit there, complain yeah. when you know that there's something that could, help and then you do nothing about it right it's not fair to you or the people around you
1: exactly and I know I want to be my best self for the people in my life yeah. I mean for myself first and foremost but for the people I love like I want them to get the best version of me all the time like you were talking about Haley Always. sometimes they won't and like that's okay mm-hmm. but if I can do my best to make sure that they get five percent better than what I you know maybe could give to myself then I want to make sure that they get that
0: yeah I care so much I think too much about how I leave other people feeling, Mm. but that's why I set boundaries, Mm -hmm. you know, because I don't want to leave them feeling like shit just because I do that day. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. That's like one of my fears. Like, like, honestly, no, I try so hard to make people feel so good about themselves. Like, Oh my God, I want to hang out with her again. Oh my God, she just made me feel so good about myself. But like, if if I'm feeling like shit, like, don't talk to them that day. Right. Work on yourself that day. Mm -hmm. Talk to them the next day. You know? Yeah. It's like a day won't matter. But the way you make them feel that one day when you're feeling like shit will. Yeah. So understand that.
1: And there are really great ways, too, to communicate that little boundary in the moment. Like, I know I've sent you guys text messages before where it's like, yeah, I know I'm behind on our group chat. I'm having it's a really fine. anxious day. Like, but I'm going to, I'll catch up tomorrow. And Do you like, know how
2: much I appreciate well, and those also, yeah. yeah, I was going to say, and also get you some understanding friends. I that love, can yeah. literally just be like, hey. Yeah. Some
0: days it takes us 24 hours <laughs> to respond. And I'm like, at least I'm not the only one. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, at least I'm the, not the only one, like, keeping it real here
2: well you're also an adult living a life hello and life's
1: life's not easy (laughs) no it's crazy crazy. they're lying
2: thank you guys so much for being here today uh we're so excited to be back so excited to continue this journey with you all the realest version we can possibly be and we'll catch you on the next
0: episode bye